What it do, y'all? Indigo Barbie Smith, and I am currently coming to you from my sickbed, bringing you another episode of Black Girls Need Jesus, the podcast. The show must go on, right? So it's almost Sunday and, well, as you're listening to this, it is Sunday. And I'm unable to go to church tomorrow. And that makes me really sad because it's Jersey Sunday and I could not wait to wear my Lakers jersey and have everybody in church talking trash to me. But I've realized that through struggle and strife and through beautification process and refinement process that Lord will set us down and make us take a time out because we're moving way too much, right? So this is my this is me coming from my sick bed and understanding that the show must go on. He did allow me to at least do this. So as long as I'm well enough to keep going, we will keep going. Now this episode of Black Girls Need Jesus Reflection Part Two. Part two is Sister Dawson's last piece of our conversation. So you heard her story last week and she talked to you about how um, she was addicted to crack cocaine and now she has this beautiful life. So you've learned that you can go from being in the world to coming out and shining like a diamond, right? But did you also know that there's love after? <gasps> there's love after addiction. There's love after hurt. There's love after low points. There's love after homelessness. There's love after poverty. There's love after every single thing that you can think of. There's love still out there. So as you listen to this, I don't want you to think about it as, oh, okay, well, she had her love story after addiction, but how does that apply to me? Baby girl, anything that you're going through, anything that you go, anything that you are going through does not mean that you're not worthy of love. Now, I know that there is a lot of things that people have gone through and that I've gone through, you know, after being hurt by a family member or being um, hurt by an ex-boyfriend or being abused, domestic violence, all of these things does not mean that you're not worthy of love. And it doesn't mean that love isn't still out there. So what you have to do is you have to relinquish your control and let God have it. Let God choose for you. Don't keep running around trying to choose for yourself because the one thing that God does not do is make mistakes and he's going to refine you and he's going to make sure that you're this perfect diamond. So that way, when you do get the person of your dreams, you're able to accept that love and he's going to send you somebody that's going to heal you and make you feel whole and just take away all of the hurt and the past trauma of those relationships or of the relationship that you had with whatever it was in the world that you were dealing with. Now. Without further ado, I want you to get into it. But we did not do our scripture for, um, we didn't do our scripture because we just kept going from last week. So I do want to give you my favorite scripture, which is James 5, 7. It states, be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Come on now. Be patient. It says so in the first line. Be patient. Therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord, behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruits of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receive the coming of the early and latter rain. I love this scripture because one, when I was reading the scripture, I was like, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do or how you're going to make magic out of this because I've been through a lot and I can't say that I even am open to a relationship. I don't want it. Like, yo, get it away from me. Ew. 
But we talked about in the first episode about how I found someone who the Lord wants me to be with and how I didn't necessarily explain to you that in the prior to that about how I didn't even want this person literally was like, no, no, thank you. So we'll talk more about my story next week. But as far as this week goes, I just want you to think about that scripture. Be patient. So when he gave it to me, it said the husbandman. And I'm like, the husbandman, Lord. They say husband in it. You talking about you just, girl, no matter what you're waiting for, the key two words in that scripture are be patient. Be patient. Okay? All right. Now without further ado, let's get into episode three. Reflection part two. For more on addiction, go to our YouTube page, Black Girls Need Jesus on YouTube. Now we are going to step into a portion for the ladies who are in their waiting season. I know that it's hard, but we have somebody here who can tell us a little bit more about the benefits of just actually waiting it out and looking to God for your soulmate as opposed to just going out here and trying it your way. Mm-hmm. But before we do, I did. You know, we can end it with that. Let's go ahead and let's let's talk about your boo. Go ahead and take the microphone and talk about your boo okay. for a little while. The, the the thing is with with us. The thing is, I had been out of a relationship for two years. Mm-hmm. I was you know I was celibate for two years. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I re, I I chose to do that mm-hmm. because uh, of past bad relationships and everything. And then you know I wanted to be more like Jesus. I realized that I had to stop choosing. I said, because I kept choosing the wrong one. Okay? Because I said, if God chooses, then God's going to send me the right person. So that's what I did. I just let go and let God and stuff. And so me and my sisters was on a girl's trip. Okay? And so my aunt passed away. So we had to cut that trip. It was with my dad's sister. And we cut that trip. So and come all the way back from New Orleans to Alabama to Kentucky, to Tennessee, to Kentucky, all the way to Missouri. We was crossing all these state lines to get to uh, Missouri, which is where my aunt had passed, where my dad was. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we were there, Roosevelt was there. Uh, his, his family, what they do, his mother was in uh, education. She was in the, the school system. And what she did is when she died, she, she uh, always honored, every two years, they would honor five seniors with scholarships for school mm-hmm. for money. So at that time, he was there for that reason. And just so happened, my aunt passed away. So we went home too. So in my, in my aunt's house is still the neighborhood house. So his sisters and my sisters and my cousins, everybody's one big happy family. Mm-hmm. So they were all over there visiting. And Roosevelt and I were kids together. I had like a secret crush on him, but he didn't know it because <laughs> my dad was really strict. So when uh, we were over there and I was out in the yard just talking and Peggy said, my cousin Peggy, which is her mom's house is where we were at. She, and she said, at least there's Roosevelt. And I said, oh, hey, Roosevelt. Because I seen his brother Keith and his sister Devin, everybody, you know, hey, y'all. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Oh, yeah, we remember you, Lisa. You was the one I always wagging around Ann and Zola because they couldn't go. If I couldn't <laughs> go, they couldn't go. So I was just always a tag along. And I said, hey, Roosevelt. He said, hey, how you doing? So, you know, and I'm looking at all this, you know, his brothers, all these handsome guys. You know, you're thinking... You know, I'm not looking for anything. Mm-mm. I'm there for, for, for one purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was good to see everybody after 30 years or so. 
and stuff. And I'm thinking everybody because I've been married. I have kids and, and stuff. And I knew he had went into the Marines and, and all and different things. And so we hugged and I said, Hey, you know, he said, how you doing? I said, fine. I said, you sure do smell good. He said, you want to smell again? I said, sure. So we smelled, we did that. We laughed. And so he went his way and I went mine. And so we're still out in the yard just hanging out. And they was going to have their banquet dinner. Mm-hmm. And he came and asked me, and he said, uh, what you doing tomorrow night? Y'all going to be here tomorrow? And I said, well, yeah, we are. We're going to be here for about four days. He said, well, I'm having, we having a banquet. And uh, I'd like to know if you would like, if I could take you, would you like to go with me? I said, yeah, I will do. He said, well, can I pick you up? And I said, no, I'll, I'll drive. I'll meet you there. Just tell me where. And so that's what I did. I met them. I met him there and stuff. And, uh, and we, we just kicked it all through the night. We stayed on the dance floor. And then um, that was the, all of the whole night and everything. And it was about 6 in the morning, you know. I said, look, we need to get some rest because we're going home next day and you are too and stuff. And so he walked me to my room and he said, um, he asked me for a kiss, you know. And I said, I don't kiss on the first day, okay. He said, that's okay. He said, that's good. Said, okay. He said, um, I said, because look, I'm, I'm, I'm not one night stand. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hitting miss. I'm not shacking material. I'm not none of that. I said, I am wife material. And if you're not looking for a wife, you can keep it moving. I know, that's and right. he told me, he said, good. I'm glad you're not because I'm not looking for none of those. Okay. He said, but I tell you what, by the time I get through whining and dining you, you're going to want to, you're going to, what he said, he said, you're going to fall in love with me and want to kiss me all over. I said, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? We three, we, what, four years down in marriage, March the 19th, <laughs> March the 16th, excuse me. Yes. Yes. So he, he was such a gentleman and he was, uh, he was deacon in church and I was in church and stuff. And he had been out of relationship for two years and I had been out of relationship for two years, you know, and stuff, but we were living in different cities. And this is the thing I told him. I said, Rosie, I said, we was like five hours apart. Mm-hmm. I said, this is what, this is where we are. I said, if we're going to do this, I said, I mean, I asked him about, do you have a friend that you're seeing or just tell me anything that you're doing? And I said, I'll let you know if I want to go into this with you or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want no surprises. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. If you got somebody else you're playing with, you know, then keep playing. You know, I didn't play because I didn't even go to play recess at school. Mm-hmm. I didn't got recess. But anyway. <laughs> But anyway, so, so he said, no, he said, you know, he told me his story or whatever. And I said, this is what we're going to do. I said, we're going to do this thing. You know, once we got involved, I said, we're going to give it two years. By two years, we should know what we want. Mm -hmm. And by two years, you're going to have to move where I am because I'm not moving. I just got out of rehab. I'm doing these things. I'm trying to get back in a relationship with my children. So my, I'm st- I'm standing firm on where I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to build where I'm from, where I'm at, you know. He said, okay. I said, so in two years, we should know what we're going to do. Well, first year, we was back and forth. He would visit me. I would visit him and back and forth, back and forth. And then he, um, he, when he moved, he got a transfer to Baltimore. I said, well, where was it built? I said, how are we supposed to be getting closer? Are you moving farther away? He said, baby, it's all right. I'm working on a master plan. He said, the, I got the master plan in, 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 in control. Just give me just wait on me. He said, you said two years, right? And I said, yeah, I did. Okay. So, goes to Baltimore. Talk every day, whatever. So, he finally flew me out there to visit him because we hadn't seen each other because traveling, doing five hours was turned into like 16 hours. Mm. So, he flew me out to Baltimore. 
I stayed out there through the 4th of July for about five, six days. Beautiful moment, beautiful timing. Then I come home. I come home, that first night at home, I cried like a baby. Because I come back to this big old king-size bed, to my puppy that he bought me, my Boston Terrier, Bella. And, um, and he wasn't there. And I called him, said Roosevelt. He said, baby, what's the matter? I said, I can't do this no more. Well, I can't do this no more. He said, we ain't doing what? I said, look, I, I've had such a beautiful time. I miss you like crazy. I said, and now I'm here by myself. I said, I don't, I can't do this. What am I supposed to do? He said, baby, now this is July. He said, uh, this was July 20, 2017. He said, you said two years. I said, well, this is two years. He said, no. The two years isn't up until December the 31st of this year. I said, yeah. He said, so just, I'm working on something. Just, I'm just wait on me. Just wait. And we talked and I went to sleep or whatever. And so I was okay. Still a little distraught, but okay. Then a few months go by. He calls me. He said, how far is Murfreesboro, Tennessee from you? I said, I told him. He said, oh, okay. Okay. He said, how far is Nashville from you? I told him, he said, oh, okay. And I didn't think nothing of it, you know. So I'm still working at the furniture store, Mr. Gardner's store, still doing, <laughs> doing that boss thing. And so I get off from work about seven o'clock, sitting in the shower, got my puppy and everything up in the recliner. And uh, I called him. I said, hey, he said, your work is done. I said, yeah. He said, what you sell today? We always, he always motivated me about my sales. And we talked about that. And he said, so I said, where are you going? I said, what are you doing? Where are you going? He said, uh, it's not. He said, no. He said, I said, where are you going? He said, I said, Walmart, because he loved Walmart. He said, no. He said, I'm traveling. I said, where are you going? He said, I don't know what this little, wait a minute, I'll tell you in a minute. He said, this little, little country town, some little country town. Uh, I said, so I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, this little country town called Oak Grove, Kentucky. I said, Oak Grove? What do you mean you coming to Oak Grove? He said, yeah, baby, I'm in Chattanooga. I said, what are you doing in Chattanooga? He said, I got my transfer. I got transferred to Murfreesboro. So I'm becoming a Chattanooga. I'm coming I'm on my way there. I said, Chattanooga. So I said, I called my sister Ann. I said, wait a minute. I called her. I said, Ann, how far is Chattanooga? I said, he said, she's about four hours from here. I said, Roosevelt's in Chattanooga. He's on his way here. And I said, so I called him back. I said, are you going to get a hotel or something? He said, no, babe, I'm driving all the way through. I'm ecstatic. He had got a transfer to Murfreesboro. Now you gotta okay. tell the people how far away yes. Murfreesboro is. Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro is like two hours. Murfreesboro is like an hour and forty-five minutes mm -hmm. from Oak Grove, Kentucky. So he had got his job transfer from the VA because he was working for the VA. So he got a job transfer to Murfreesboro. So he gonna drive from Oak Grove to Murfreesboro every day and stuff. I was just ecstatic. I was so I'm like, God, won't you do it? Mm -hmm. I set up. I waited for him. He came. He came in the house. I said, Hop on home now, Sophie. <laughs> Hop on up, made it home, y'all. <laughs> okay, and so feels happy. Okay, and so, I mean, and it was just so excited. So he started work like that following Monday. He went in for our, I mean, our teaching, he got all his paperwork and stuff, and he started working there. And then he worked there for six months, you guys. And then he got transferred to Nashville, VA. So the, oh, that's an hour. That was just, yeah, 50 minutes away and everything. And, um, and so it's just went from there and stuff. And, 
And then next thing I know, I went to that year. We went to my family reunion that year. And at my family reunion, where all of my people were there in Alabama, that's where he got down on one knee and proposed to me in front of my whole family. Yeah. <laughs> so how long from the second that you guys met on in the yard until he came here, how long was that waiting season? It was two years. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when he actually moved there, it was two years. Mm-hmm. He come, he moved, well, actually, it was like a year. This is, it was two years because mm-hmm. it was, he came in November. Yep. So it was almost a year. It was, it was 11. It was, it was, two, I mean, it was 11. It was, it was one year and 11 months. One year, 11 months. What? Yeah. He kept saying that. He kept, <gasps> One year and 11 months. One, one, one. Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> one, one, one. He beautiful. did. Yeah, he it, it was one year, 11 months. Yeah. He come in after, so after Thanksgiving, we had our first Thanksgiving there. And after Thanksgiving, he uh, he went to work and stuff. And uh, yeah. That's beautiful. That was, it was, it was beautiful. It was uh, this, this man, when I say he's 6'5", y'all. We're worrying about about worrying about two 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 twenty, and uh, when I tell you he is such a gentle giant, he is he is you know a veteran. He's a ex marinesman, and he's such a gentle giant. Uh, um, I mean I mean when I say wait on it, I I mean seriously wait on it, you know. And and don't be in a rush to do nothing because anything's worth, you know. Heaven is worth waiting for, mm-hmm. you know, and and don't pick yourself. Let mm-hmm. God pick for you. That's what I did. I stopped picking. Mm-hmm. I let God do the picking because, see, I'll make a mistake. God don't make mistakes. <laughs> and don't. That don't exist in his world. He doesn't make any mistakes. So I, 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 I put all my money, all my eggs, all of my nuts, everything, I put them in the basket with God. I, I said, they all on you now. It's all on God. I put it right at the foot of his throne and told him, I'm going to sit back and let you do what you do. And I'm just going to sit and wait on it. That's right. And that's what you do. And you, you, you wait on it with, with hope. You wait on it with love. You wait on it with patience. Mm-hmm. You don't be angered. Don't feel like you're missing something because you're not. Okay. You know, embrace the time that God, because sometimes we need to find out who we are mm-hmm. in order for God. Because God already know who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he created, he created you into his own image. He already know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he's going to have to mold that one mate, that one mate, just like when pastor was talking about the powder house, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Anytime you feel that you've lost or lost or out of whack or something, go back to the powder house, which is the Bible, which is God mm-hmm. and get it remolded and come back mm-hmm. brand new and shiny again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And be on fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, because I'm telling you, he's going to walk you through it. He's going to walk you through it. So, and I already had a church home when my husband come here. So I took him to Good Hope for the first time. And this is so funny, y'all. Pastor Terrell, when I took him to Good Hope, and uh, I took him the first time, and, and, and I introduced him. I just introduced him. Then the next day when he actually moved here, I introduced him. Again, as as my, my, my significant other and stuff. And the funny thing of it is, Pastor say, well, well, well. <laughs> he said, oh, Sister Alicia, all this time she coming to church, praising, she have a ram in the bush. <laughs> she have a ram in the bush. <laughs> Don't you love him? Yes. Just- 
Yes, he said, Sister Dawson, you done had a ram in the bush all this time and we didn't know nothing. <laughs> and we sitting here thinking you just all by yourself. <laughs> I said, well, you know, Pastor, you know, sometimes you just got to sit back and wait mm-hmm. on it because you really don't know what God has for you until he just put it right in your face, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what you do, you know. That's what he did. And uh, it's, it's, it's all good, you know. And I, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing because, um, you know, and then, you know, you know, he's a deacon, so he got on the deacon board, and then I become a deaconess, and I was already doing what I was doing in church and stuff. And uh, I love the little church, and I wouldn't change a thing, you know. Just, you know, just keep growing. The members need to keep coming and congregating and, uh, and, and, and get filled up. Get filled up with the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Our church is just. Everything and you know and you and you yourself you is you you're relatively a, a new member mm-hmm. and you know and it's so good that you joined that day and I'm glad that you felt that you got that message and you got overwhelmed with with the feeding and you wanted more mm-hmm. that entwined you to join our church and I and I'm, I'm so grateful for that mm-hmm. God is so good the pastor put me to work too it started out with prayer yeah the prayer team and then. Sister Kim called me to be a part of the choir. Did she? Mm-hmm. So now I'm on there. And then Pastor just approached me on Sunday. was like, you ready to praise dance? So I'm oh, like. Oh, you praise dance? Yes. Well, so I I'm wanted like, to do that. Well, then get up there with me. Look, don't get scared. <laughs> no, no, I'm not scared at all. Oh. No. I, now that I've lost weight, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to do that with you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to I mean, I'm getting put to work because I told Pastor, I was like, and I'm a seamstress too. We can be in church colors. I can go ahead and put us together some outfits, right. some gowns, and we can praise dance in our church colors and everything else. And just, go, I love Good Hope. I do too. You are, such, you are such a blessing to Good Hope. You have a lot. You bring a lot to the table. You. You are. I would love to praise dance with you. Look, I'm, I'm so to get better. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm like, Sister Dawson gonna be there with Yes, and we get this together because I, oh, when, when, when members come, guests, and they praise dance, oh God, mm-hmm. it just takes me to another level. I know I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, I I just cry. Oh, yeah. yeah Dancing is my ministry, that's me. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and the people don't realize the ministry. Oh, and Dickie Dawson, I want to tell you about the Sunday singing. Mm-hmm. The music was off. I want to see the video. I'll, I'll do you, Yes, I want you to see. Can you airdrop it to me? Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. Yeah, but uh, the music was off because when he sings that song and he the vocal and they just got the instrumental part, everybody in the church running. Everybody in the church running. The music was so off. Every time when he was trying to hang on to the note, she went on to a different note. She went on to a different Things so them they were off. They should have practiced more, but uh, he's an awesome singer. He, he, he sings was that song. Yeah. I mean, you ain't heard, girl. When I tell you, yeah, yeah, he it, it was it was okay. But I know, but I know the difference because mm-hmm. I I know how he say how, it, how it's supposed to go and how he sings it. But you yeah. know, I had no idea he was your husband until you until he walked up and you was like, because I saw you videotaping. I was like, okay, I need that video. Let me ask her after church, and then you was. And then when he came and started walking towards her, you said, come on, husband. I said, listen to me. That sounds like, just like me. <laughs> you didn't know he was my husband? No. I had no idea. 
I had no idea until you said, come on, husband. I was like, oh, girl, shut up. Yes. I had no idea. And I was just like, okay. Because, you you know, you be talking about your husband. Yeah. That's husband. That's it. But I was like, oh, wow. That's and y'all look so good. Girl, they call us the power couple. I don't know why they do they do that at church. Because y'all are the power couple. They are so funny. But it's, it is so me. good. I love, I love, I love good hope and stuff. But yeah, I would like to praise dance with you. I've always wanted to do that. What well, let's do it. I will. Let's make it a reality. Even still, because I know Pastor's going through right now. Yeah. So I'll take a little bit more time. But even yeah. still, if you just want to praise and worship on a Saturday, Friday, yeah. whatever you want to do. We can do that. We can record that, too, if you yeah. want to. I mean, it's so powerful. It is. And it takes you to a different place, oh, especially when you let the spirit know. fill you. I know. I want to do that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I do. I do. I really do. Okay. do okay. Okay. Ew. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. 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 Because it ain't just for young girls. It's not. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. It's not just yeah. about, I mean, because I was, you know, we could put together a praise team, get the little girls in the church. Yeah. But if they're not going to do it, we can still do it. We can still do it. Who's yeah. to say, I mean, who's to say that? Because when young kids do it, it's, they feel it. They start to yes. catch the spirit. spirit. Right. But we season right. in the spirit. Season, right. How old are you when you go? How old am I? I'm 30. Are you 30? Okay. Well, I'll, be, not... I'll be 58 Come on. next month. Come on. See, that's what I'm talking about, the levels. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. And I love the fact that you... Let God lead you to your husband. And I love your testimony yes. and your story. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing all that mm-hmm. you've been through. And yes. I mean, it's just so powerful. You didn't have me in here crying, laughing, mm-hmm. especially when you was like, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because life, because life, life reflects all of those, all of those mm-hmm. emotions. Every one of them, the laugh, the, the laughter, the tears, the, uh, the anger, man, the, the depression, the anxiety, life reflects it all. Mm-hmm. Okay, and don't fall short in thinking that's a bad thing. That's part of your growth. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is. It mm-hmm. is. They say, you know, crying, crying. When they say cry, crying is is a is a cleansing. Mm-hmm. When you shed tears, the Bible tells you crying is a cleansing. That's a body cleansing. When water comes in, you know, like I used to have all kinds of dreams. When I would dream, I always would dream stuff, and I would want to look it up in the Bible, see what it means. So one time I dreamed that I was. This is when I was in rehab, and I dreamed that I was in water waving, and I was. Just in water, and I wasn't drowning or anything. I was just water was just flowing past me, and I was in it, and it was just I was just watching it flow. And when I when I looked it up in 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 the and uh, I googled it, I actually what does what does water mean spiritually in a dream? It tells me it's a cleansing. Mm-hmm. I was a cleansing, cleansing of my soul, mm-hmm. and I could relate to that because of the position that I was in. I was in rehab, and and I was getting cleansed, and I was already glorified, and I already knew that the spirit was within me, and mm-hmm. God was doing what He was supposed to do mm-hmm. with me. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm talking about yeah so so yeah so so crying is 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 good thing cry you know it's a cleansing to the soul into the mind into the heart yeah it's okay you know anytime i tell my my kids that my grandpa i tell my my son tell my grand my grandsons that it's okay to cry when they say man ain't supposed to cry that's a bunch mm-hmm. of crock cry cry in front of me cry let's cry okay together. okay let's cry let's, together let's pray together yes what, all of it Okay, we eat together. Let's break mm-hmm. bread. We do all of that. But yeah, I want to dance too. You want to dance too? I want to praise dance. I'm all excited about that. You know, because this one friend of mine named Valerie, and um, and I miss her. Mm-hmm. I miss her. I do. I miss her. Um, I miss her. 
Where'd she go? Did she pass? No, no, she's here in Oak Grove. Then go get her. Yeah. Ain't no point missing her. Well, yeah, but it's... She's not connected to your old, your past life, is she? No. Okay. Well, no. Oh no. Nothing like that. Matter, matter of fact, that's another person that that has a great testimony. See, that's what I'm talking about. She has a great that's testimony. That's what I'm talking about. She does, Andy. Oh. She does. She has a great testimony. Um, it's just um, um, we'll talk after okay. another day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. Another day. But what I did want to ask you, too, is mm-hmm. because your personality, like I said, you had me crying, you mm-hmm. had me laughing, you had me crying laughing. Right. Your personality is just so beautiful. Thank and everything you. about you is just so beautiful. Thank you. And I wanted to know if in your refinement process and in between your wait season, between you finding your husband, because this is, this is simply information for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, did you, what parts of you did you lose and which parts of you did you gain? in finding your husband. Okay. What what I lost, which is what I wanted to lose, mm-hmm. is my desire. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, that's what we, that's what the Bible tells us to put in God's hands, mm-hmm. is that desires of our hearts. Mm-hmm. So when we do that, and, and we don't do that ourselves, you know, that's that's something that you just kick to the curb and say, but that's God's. That's not even ours no more. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I lost was my desire. Okay, and what and what I gained was was uh, the hope and faith that God is going to send just what I need. Mm-hmm. You know, I let all of that, all of that. I have put, I had put it. What's in my heart, God already knows. So I just left it right there, and I left it to God for Him to to send me whenever He felt that I was ready, mm-hmm. whenever He felt that it was the right timing. Mm-hmm. Because you 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 have to be in the right. If you're ready, everything has to be ready. You have to be ready. The timing of the day, the hour, all of that has to be ready. Likewise, what he has for you has to be ready as he sent forth it for it to you. So you have to be ready. And so you, you, I just stayed, prayed it up. I fasted that I did. I did fast. Okay. I, um, I, um, I stayed suited and I say suited and armored because, Mm -hmm. because the devil wasn't playing. Mm -hmm. He was, he, he was sending all kinds of, he, he, one time he sent this fine thing. I mean, a fine thing. Smell it. Smell good. Okay. Telling me all the right stuff. Smelling good. Okay. Telling me all the right stuff. Dressed nice, fancy car. Didn't have one seeing nobody. Didn't have no, didn't have no kids and nothing. Just, just. That sounds like my kryptonite. See, (laughs) that's just told me. I just want, I just want to take care of you. I can take you. Don't you want to, you know, I want to take me on a cruise, you know, and all that. So tempting. Okay. I see the devil all through. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I said, (laughs) I said, out of all the women, I went straight country. Out of all the women <laughs> that you can look, that you can take, why are you bothering me? Right? <laughs> okay. But I hate you. know what I'm saying? Because look, I mean, I, mean, I know what I got going on. Okay. I know I'm what I got going on. You know, I don't know if you try to test me or what. I say, I said, but no, I don't think so. Because they always told me. If it looks too good to be true, it then something, is. okay? And I'm a firm believer in that. Well, I ain't got no secrets. I don't have that. You know, but I do. Mm-hmm. I have secrets, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And my secret is I'm waiting on God, mm-hmm. okay? He- I'm not choosing because God didn't send me all this mm-hmm. like this. God don't deliver like that. Mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. come as humbling as, he's know, as he know how. Come on. Okay? He comes like, do you hear me? He comes like a thief in the night. 
you wouldn't even know it. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. we ain't doing that. Mm-mm. And and that's the, and that's how it was. So that was those were tests. Those were tests that that, that they kept sitting at you because you know because God he, he's like like you know he's like I already know what you're gonna do, but I'm I'm gonna put this in your face just to let you just to see what you're going to do for yourself Mm -hmm. because he already know the answer, Mm -hmm. but he wants you to know what you're going to do, Mm -hmm. what you're going to do. So when those, when those, when those uh, opportunities come up or those uh, uh, transgressions comes up like that, you're going to have to make the right decision. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause God already know what you're going to do, but you need to know what you're going to do and you won't know what you're going to do until you do it. Mm You know what I'm saying? Well, God's already know, mm-hmm. but you guys to know because when you do that, then you don't fed your spirit. Be like, yes, I did that. Exactly. And I'm on the right track. Yes, I'm strong enough and I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, so can't nobody touch this because God got me suited. And the more you deny, the more you deny all these trends, all these trials and tribulations that the devil put forth you, the more you pass these tests, the stronger you become, the more suited you're going to become. Mm-hmm. And only you're going to have a shield on you so thick, you're going to think you're armadillo. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> armadillo. Yes, because you don't got that big old thick shell. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. I so, saw the armadillo in my head. Yes, yeah, so yes. but, but that's the whole thing, though. That's the stronger you get, the more you set, you know, the more you find yourself, you get slow to anger, the less things that bother you. You know, so many th- things, the bills comes up, you're like, oh, well, that's a $300 bill. Oh, yeah, that's look at that baby. Just keep <laughs> exactly. going, you know, and that's exactly and just, it is. Going. And just keep going. That peace. That peace. What you said. That, that peace. peace. I'm unbothered. Unbothered. That is it. That is it. And that's the best. I think that's one of the best things that comes along mm-hmm. about when you sacrifice all your desires mm-hmm. is that peace and understanding and knowing that God has it. Knowing that God's. It's it. like an addition mm-hmm. to your faith. It's like right. God has it, and He rewards you with mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. And, and he, just he does he does when you be obedient i mean and, and even like even little things like this when you, that you're going to be tested on and i find myself getting tested like this a lot sis is when you like i'm at the grocery store i got the bottle of water water down there and the, the cashier forgot to mention you forgot to scan it and i did too and then i get outside to my car and i'd be like i didn't pay so i look at my receipt all oh, it ain't on there the question is are you gonna go back Okay, of course I'm going back. Because, exactly. devil, you ain't playing with me. Not today. Because I know mm-hmm. that I didn't pay for this. Mm-hmm. And if I take it, then I stole it. Mm-hmm. And I have failed my father. Mm-hmm. And I refuse to fail him in anything. Mm-hmm. Okay? So always be eerie and aware of your surroundings at the times that you're being tested. Mm-hmm. Okay? Even if somebody gives you back more money than they're supposed to in change. Sure, you're running short and you can lose that extra 10. But that is not your 10. Mm-mm. Okay? Been there and done that. Give it back. Give it back. Give it back. Give it back. And the funny thing is how God will praise you too. And you have to know when God is with you. I take my son to the dollar store down the street and stuff. So I'm getting all this other stuff too. Plus he getting this little toy or whatever it was. How I get there and I forgot my whole card. Didn't have no cash or nothing. So I told her, just put it to the side. I'm going to run down the street. I'll be right back. I'm a regular there. She knows me. Mm-hmm. Don't you know when I got back to the store to the store, Lord is my witness. It ain't got nothing but the truth to tell you. That's all that's going to sit on me and make mm-hmm. me rest is the truth. She said, that guy, and this is this is so strange. Y'all ain't going to believe this. She said, that guy paid for it. What guy? That guy that had all those chains and motorcycle stuff on him that was standing behind you. Lord, as my witnesses of sinners, sending you. I 
never saw him. She said, he, when, he wasn't behind me. She said, well, he was right behind you when you was checking out. Mm -mm. He wasn't there. Mm -mm. That was one of God's angels. Mm -hmm. I never saw him. Mm -hmm. She said, he had all those chains on him, y'all. Like, you hear all that noise. Wasn't what that I didn't see that man. I love when he did that. I love when he said that. Do you that hear angel. me? Do you hear me? She said that he paid for it. It was like sixty something dollars. I said, you know what I did? What'd you do? The person that was checking out, I paid for. Mm -hmm. Okay, he wanted about thirty dollars, but that's what it was. Mm -hmm. I paid for it. Mm. See, see, those are those are the signs. Those are things that we need to pay attention to. It ain't like all. It ain't that you done got over, or you done you done beat somebody, mm -mm. or you slip. Did nothing happen. The only thing that happened is what God wanted to happen. Exactly. Okay. And you was chosen, but you are too silly to recognize it. Mm -mm. When you have got your blessing. Mm -mm. And he still have his favor on you. He still had his hands on you. Matter of fact, when I got baptized, that's the song I played when they was baptizing me by Marvin Sapp. He has his hands on you. Okay? Because he does. I feel it. You hear me? Feel it. Feel it. And another thing, ladies, the ones that are married, the ones that has a spouse, ones that are not, pray over your spouses. Pray over your husbands. Pray over them. At night, when my husband is asleep, I rub his head, I'm mm -hmm. praying. I rub his chest, I'm praying. Pray over your spouses. Pray for their minds. Pray for their bodies. Pray for their mentality. Pray for their strength. Because men are a whole total different preachers than we are. Okay? Some things that we understand, they just don't want mm -hmm. to get it. You know, but that's just the way God made them. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when God gave us, that when he made us from that rib, he gave it all to us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but but yes, but uh, but on, on the real notes, pray over your husbands and your spouses and, and, and your family as a whole. You so silly, I can't. <laughs> <That's> so <funny. laughs> you so silly. Oh yeah, yeah. you yeah. so. Yeah, and so and the one thing I said that you, that you gained, you you gained uh you gained uh you gained faith mm -hmm. and uh you gained um. Uh, Accountability, mm -hmm. okay, because you know you, you got to hold yourself a bit to be accountable for for the weight, mm -hmm. and and not to not to step outside of what you what you're trying to do, mm -hmm. and that's holding yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. Just like I said, when a person come up to you when that, that good looking fine smelling man, mm -hmm. you held you I held myself accountable, mm -hmm. and I said I'm not going to do that, mm -hmm. you know, and stop and stop. And even though I wasn't married and everything, and even when Roosevelt and I was still separated we were together but we were still doing long distance mm -hmm. things i still had those things coming into my life as well i'm working at the uh furniture store it was a lot of single army men coming in there mm -hmm. well you know you're whining one whining dying the system no well you know i have someone where he's at i said well you know he doesn't do oh you don't think he's doing nothing well whatever he's doing and they always use that mouth yeah you know but you know but they don't know I, that's one of my best crit critics is my mouth mm -hmm. so let's not talk you don't want to, you don't want to go there with me. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I'm saying so because what you doing? Who you got that you trying to talk to me? So why are you over here in my face? Ain't mm -hmm. you got somebody? Mm -hmm. You know. And so I end up. And the funny thing about that is that same guy that was that tried to he end up being a driver for the furniture store. Yes, so he delivered furniture, and I hadn't saw him in a while because I was out of work because I got sick. Mm -hmm. But says. When we got the, so when I got 
back to work. And I figured I knew that he was working there and stuff. When we delivered our furniture, when I bought our house, I told him that we had just bought a house and that we had gotten married and everything. And so when we bought, when we got the house and got the furniture, he delivered the furniture. That guy delivered the furniture. When I tell you, he was, it was so, it wasn't awkward for me because mm-hmm. I had nothing to be awkward about because, but that particular person, he was a little intimidated mm-hmm. because I don't know what he thought that he was going to see well, this my husband goes, you know, Mr. Dawson, because he, because he was a, he was a tall guy too. And he was, you know, on the dark side and he was good looking too. But when he saw my, so when he, because he delivered in the man cave too. And he saw that I had the man cave, he's for stiller style. And he's a, he's a couple side, you know, he's, he's all that, you know, fraternity, he's got all that going on and stuff. And, um, I mean, he was, he was not friendly at all. He, he didn't want to talk. He didn't want to say hi. He didn't want to. No, he was not friendly at all. And that wasn't his character because I know the guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I think he was a little intimidated mm-hmm. because he actually tried to to go there with me. And I said, no, he said, well, you don't think he's doing nothing? And I said, you know, whatever he's doing is between him and, and this God, you mm-hmm. know. But honestly, no, I don't, you know. And you're not going to put that in me. You're not going to put mm-hmm. that on me. You're not going to make me angry at my spouse. When he calls me that that deep, handsome voice that he hollered, hey, girl. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what what. Hey, girl. What you doing, girl? You know, I love him say that. You know, <laughs> like, he, yeah, he'll call me up. He said, hey, girl, what you doing? I said, hey, baby. <laughs> you know, and stuff. He still say that to that day. He still say that to, to the day. He'll call me on the phone. I'll be at the store or somewhere. I say, hey, girl, what you doing? Or he'll wake me up at night. Like, hey, girl. I don't know why he say that, but anyway. Look at you. All <laughs> yeah, love. I'm still giddy. <laughs> I'm still so giddy with about my husband. But yeah, but just wait on it. Be patient. Um, and you'll know. You'll know in your heart. You will know. Matter of fact, you will know. You this is a funny thing too about me and my first my husband. When his everybody had us married before we even talked about getting married. Mm. I'm serious. His sister, I went down to Jefferson City to visit him and we went to church and then we went out to dinner. She said, Well, when you guys get married, you guys can um, buy a house and live here in Jefferson City. I said, Who's getting married? She said, Oh, y'all go get married. I said, Roosevelt? He said, I ain't said nothing. <laughs> he said, I ain't said nothing. You know, and my sister Anne, she said the same thing, my oldest sister. She said, when, when me and Roosevelt saw each other, she said, the way that we looked at each other, she said, she just knew. She said, yeah, they, that, that's who, that's going to be, they're they going to be together. Mm-hmm. My auntie said, oh, everybody said that, you know, and stuff. I guess because we did, we just kind of locked, entwined and, and locked, and our, our spirit was so... And the funny thing is, I had the biggest crush on this little boy with this big old curls in his hair and stuff ever since we was little bitty kids. You hear me? And I used to just watch him and just googly eyed. But we was from a strict family or whatever. But I always said it. And see how God just put, you know, that was my first desire mm-hmm. of love is, is Roosevelt. And 30 years later. He was like, whoop, I know what you want. Yeah. And I know what you need. Right, right, right. And I know what your first desire was. Mm-hmm. You know, so the only thing I can tell you is to wait on it and hold yourself accountable to stay in line with what you got going on and let God do what he does. Because you cannot keep making your own decisions if you want God to make them for you. Mm -hmm. You cannot step out of his will Mm -hmm. if you want his will. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to just wait on it and stop and be patient because one thing for one thing for sure, God is never late. He's always on time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And always keep that in mind. 
The only thing is late is is the babies. <laughs> they don't come on time. <laughs> you okay. You know, labor. Sometimes we be in a forever. But anyway, um, that's just a funny joke, y'all. But anyway, it's just uh, um, just yeah, just stay, hold yourself accountable, stay entwined with what you got going on, stay fasted up, stay stay suited up, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and don't waver, don't waver from your path at all. You know, not at all. Stay on it. Right, stay on it, and 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 don't and don't and don't trust you. Trust mm-hmm. God. Okay, because if you trust yourself, you're gonna fail. Mm-hmm. Don't trust me, which means, okay, we just say, oh, he's just gonna come over. We're just gonna talk. No, don't let him in your space Mm-mm. because your weakness is gonna over. Mm-hmm. It, don't don't do it. It's okay. It's a trick. The devil's finna he finna get you. He's finna yeah. get you. He's, yeah. Though, so keep you keep yourself entwined. Stay. Don't waver. Hold yourself accountable and 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 stay in your faith. That's it. That's it. Okay. And God knows exactly what you need. And and also remember this. He's not going to come the way you think he should come. Mm-hmm. You got your own idea in your mind of what kind of man, what you want him to look like, how tall you want him, what kind of money you want him to have. And he didn't. He don't come the way you want It ain't going to come the way you want it. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it could be right in your face right now. You don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And I and I say this, say this. I like dark chocolate men. I like them black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. That's what they say. That's the way I, that's what, that's my personal preference of choice. You know, that's what I, that's my go-to. But what did he send me? Send me a tall, handsome, yellow knight. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, a bowl of sunshine, (laughs) right? Okay. He brights my day every day. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I need. He treats Mm -hmm. me just like I need to be treated. Mm -hmm. He treats me like a queen. Mm -hmm. Tells me all this man kisses me after breakfast. He kisses me before breakfast. He kisses me after dinner. He kisses me before dinner. Everything that I do for this man, he gives me a kiss. He goes to before he passes me up. I'm watching TV. He comes out of there. I'm sitting here in my recliner. He'll pass. He'll just come and kiss me. Go into the kitchen. He'll come back from the kitchen, kiss me again. Just because. Just because. And I embrace every moment of it. Embrace every bit of it. And I ain't falling short either, y'all. Don't get it twisted now. I take care of I give him all the attention that he needs as well. I'll go in there and, and uh, in the man cave and we'll spend some time and watch what he want to watch, the sports or whatever and, and stuff. And and there's some things he likes that, I, you know, we we, we good. We're going to have a whole episode about that. We're we going to have a whole episode yeah, about that. Yeah, we good. Because, because you, we, and another thing, we, we have to. And another thing, women, I want to tell you guys too is stop low rating your man mm-hmm. you know stop trying to stop a man is looking for a woman if you want to be a, a wife you got to be wife material mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you got to be able to hold him down as well as he hold you down the first time you meet a man it ain't about my hair and my nails and my bills you know what i'm saying try cooking a meal thank you okay they, the old people always told me the best way through a man's heart is through his stomach, stomach. Okay, feed that man. a feeding. Okay, feed him. mind don't miss a beat. Come on, do you hear me? <laughs> mind don't miss a beat. Feed. I get up every morning fixing breakfast. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the microwave and go out the door. Mm-hmm. Kiss the baby your food in the microwave. I'm out of here. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, and that's what we have to do. We have to if we want to be wined and dined, then they do too. If you want them to pay a tab, then you pay a tab too. Mm-hmm. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, I take. I'm going to get a pedicure. You going? Oh, you know, I'm going to take. Let's what go you, together. Let's go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take him to get him a pedicure too. Y'all have to understand that it is equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's 50-50. It's not 70-30. It's none of that. Okay? If you ever listened to Teddy, he would have told you that. I love Teddy Pettigrass. But, <laughs> but you know, we, we, you, you have to realize that, that your man, a lot of the men are messed up. Why? Because oh. a lot of women don't mess them up. Mm-hmm. A lot of women are messed up. Why? Because a lot of men don't mess them up. Mm-hmm. Okay? But see, it's up to you as an individual to change the kind of person that you are. Because when you change who you are, then you're going to find who you want to be with. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to find you. Mm-hmm. Because it's amazing how if you want to stay single and do what you want to do, then you're going to run into that. You know what I'm saying? And you just cannot jump into one because this one done broke up with you. You want to find another one in the next two weeks. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Find yourself. Mm-hmm. Find out what you what you need to do to fix you. If you keep going through men in relationships and none of them is working, then something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every, it ain't every, it ain't always, it ain't always the man. Then something is, is the reason why they're not staying with you. Mm-hmm. If you all this, and you all that, you got to find out what's works. What's, what's wrong with you. Why ain't no man want to stay with me? Well, why, what you doing? That's why you ain't trying to keep one, mm-hmm. you know? So you falling short somewhere, sister. Mm-hmm. And I'm not telling you that to make you feel bad on, or saying that that's a, that, that you're bad or you're doing something bad. But you have to do something enticing mm-hmm. to make someone to stay with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, you, they're not going to disrespect you because I don't have disrespect. When I, was on the, when I was on the street side of the fence, now that I'm on this side of the fence, I don't, take, I don't handle respect. I, I don't take res- disrespect under no level whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Okay? And my husband will tell you, we don't have that, we don't have that moment. Okay? Don't don't pull me up nowhere and don't open no car door for me. Okay? Don't walk in the church building and hold no door and I don't go first. Okay? I ain't going. <laughs> okay? I ain't going. And this is just, you know, they you 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 yeah, I'm a queen, okay? I put myself on a pedestal. I don't need no man or nobody to put me on a pedestal. Mm-mm. I put myself on a pedestal mm-hmm. because I'm a chubba bag of chips and all that. Come on. Okay? okay. When it comes to my man mm-hmm. and my husband and what I want him to think about me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the way I want to be portrayed. Mm-hmm. You put me on that pedestal and that's where I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, and that's the way I want him to treat me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I got him on one too. Okay. I got him on one too. Mm-hmm. This man cannot tell you that I don't get up and fix no full course meal. Mm-mm. Okay. Twice, twice a day. Okay. Cause he only eat twice a day. He only eat breakfast and dinner. Okay. He don't even snack. Well, eat lunch. I mean, I just be breakfast and mm-hmm. then dinner. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and all that. You know, he does He does nothing. He sit in that bad cave and don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing. Here, baby, go do this. Here, baby, go do that. And I'm all right with that because he's at home. That's what I love. A submit, being able to submit to your man. Take yes, care of him and have got him take to. care of you. You have to. You have to. It goes both ways. Ain't nobody no one boss. We both are bosses. Thank you. Okay, we we both got a position to hold. Okay, and this is another thing, women. All men are not uh, jack of all trades. Mm-mm. Okay, they're not. All men can't paint. They can't change tires. They can't do this. They can't do that. That don't make him no weak man. Mm-mm. Okay, the, okay. Can you change a tire? <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I'm just talking now. I'm just being real with you. Don't expect your man can do something that you can't do because it ain't for everybody. <laughs> Indigo, sis Indigo is cracking up, you guys. Oh, my God. Okay. Can you change this house? Can you change? I can't. Oh, no, can I? Okay, see, that's the whole thing, though. I can't. <laughs> that's the whole, that's, that's what I'm saying. So do not, do not stereotype your man to be one way when you're not willing. Okay, like, okay, this is the thing, because if you do it, because this is, I mean, seriously, can he get in there and cook? If you talk about your cooking, well, can he go do better? Well, put him in the kitchen and let him see if he can do better. That's why we, we have to, we have to be equally yoked. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. We have to respect each other. Can you change a tie? Yes, that's right, because you can't get mad at your man because he don't know how to change no tie. Because maybe he was brought up in a house where he didn't have a father to teach him, you know? And which is, which is we know that today, mm-hmm. a lot of our black culture our black children are not being brought up in two parent homes, mm-hmm. you know? So that's the subject for another day, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that's why some of our brothers fall short on what they should do as a man, mm-hmm. because they didn't have any, they didn't have, any, they didn't have direction. You know, they didn't have anyone to lead them through life on how to become a man and what to do, how to pacify a woman or what it takes. They just don't know. It's just like I, my daddy showed me how to change a tire. You know what I'm saying? My daddy showed me how to change my oil, my 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 uh, transmission fluid. My daddy showed us how to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He taught me how to drive on a tractor. Oh, yeah, I could drive a tractor. I'm about to okay. go get a tractor. And put well, go get tent. a tractor. I shall drive it <laughs> right down the street. Okay, but yeah. So you know, just 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 feel. You know, listen to your man. Listen to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and. Don't think a man is weak because he wants to give you everything and make you happy, you know, because he wants to bring you his paycheck and give it to you. Okay. And you take it and you go off talking. Oh, I get this. I got his paycheck, you know, but you know, but you said, you, you heard what you're saying. You got his paycheck. Thank you. Where's yours? Where's yours? Where's yours? You know what? And that so goes first, first name place with these men. What they thinking? Oh, this girl, I got this girl, they're bringing me this, you know? And 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 I said girl, but we know they're using the other word. Mm-hmm. But you know, and that's another thing that you gotta get out of that that B word, be this, be that. We even got females calling each other those B words and B words. I don't understand where the where the where the, the where my name went from, what my mama named me to what you just called me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's so much disrespect in that. And I know you guys, you girls laugh and you're talking, you're thinking that's funny, you think it's cool, it's cute because that's the way of the world. But that's a total disrespect to your character. Mm-hmm. To both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Not just one of you, to both of y'all. Because you guys are queen. If you want to call her anything, call her queen. Call her sister. Ooh. Okay? Call her your sister. You know, call her a child of God. You call her anything but the bad stuff. Okay? You just spoke all the way to my soul. I mean, seriously, though, because that's what you, we're so much better than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if we don't uplift each other, then who is? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have to feed into ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, on all aspects. Every corner, every every corner, every curve, anywhere. We have to feed into our own spirit. We really do. Because we are beautiful black women. We are the only race that comes in multiple colors. Okay? So, like, you know, I mean, you can get in my, that's even men and women and both of our, in our race, you can get a man. So, so, so light skinny, look white. You can get a woman. So, so, so dark, she looks blue, you know, 
I mean, for real though, we but got colors. No, we got we are so we got versatile. So many different colors. colors that's what they call us the rainbow race. So, so you know, and I'm and and I'm not. It's nothing to do with racism or you know, because you know, I I I have a son, my my firstborn grandson. His mother is from Colombia. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's a mixture. So I don't care. You you know, your heart has no color of who to love. Mm -hmm. You know, you love whoever you love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you got to give them respect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to stand firm on holding it down. Because as soon as the first uproar comes out, this is funny, y'all. I got to tell y'all this. Because when <laughs> me and my husband first got together, we weren't married at the time. We were still on Sydney Court. I think he had been here for about a year and we got into a disagreement. So I told him to get out, y'all. Oh, no, you didn't. I said, get out, get your stuff and get out. This is what I said, y'all. So this is what he does. He goes in there like he packing up some stuff and get out. He comes through through the living room out there, through the hallway with some stuff. I said, what do you think you're doing? He said, well, you told me to get out. I wish you would go out that door. This is what I I just, I just, I wish you would go out that door. Where do you think you're going? Well, you told me to leave. I wish you would. If I tell you to jump in a river, you're going to jump. Okay, so this is where I went. So this is another thing. And I'm holding myself accountable for that one because I knew, doggone well, I wouldn't let that man go nowhere. No. Now, why did I say that? Because I could. Okay? Because out of anger, out of whatever reason, that's what I said. But deep down inside, he wasn't going anywhere. Yes, did I apologize? Of course I did. Okay. Have I said it since? No. Okay. Because he's not, he's not my man now. He's my husband now. Okay. And we're in it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to do. You got to treat this man. And like they always say, well, I'm not going to do no, no wifely duty with no boyfriend title. Well, first of all, you're going to have to act like a wife with your boyfriend to become his wife. Come on. Okay, because see, he ain't going in on no assumption. Mm -mm. Okay, because I wasn't going in on none. Mm -mm. So I wouldn't advise nobody else to either. Mm -mm. Okay, you're going to have to show me what you're worth. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to show me because I'll show you what I'm going to bring to the table. Now you're going to show me what you're going to bring to the table. And we're not going to do this on no play game. Mm -mm. Okay, and don't think it's going to change after we get married because mm -mm. just like we got married, we can get unmarried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that's the way it goes. I'm just telling you, because the same thing it takes to get me, that's the same thing it takes, takes to, to keep, keep me. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. Okay, sure. No, this journey ain't easy. Mm -mm. Okay, this 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 thing called life ain't easy. Mm -mm. Okay, but I'm in it for the long haul because I want to live a long time. Okay, and stress will take you out quicker than anything. So try to live a stress-free life. Okay, and be happy with the one that you love because I'm telling you, it's so good loving somebody when somebody loves you back. I know that's right. Give it some. <laughs> now we're gonna end on a high note because we have fifty. And and to to our couples, you know, whether you're married, whether you're you're not married, you're you're shacking, well, whatever you do, just the couple relationships, general, and even to the single women and the single men or whoever, just just remember when you when you walking into your 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 season uh, of companionship, you know, you know, like with my husband and I, always. Be willing to look at things from another person's point of view. That's the whole kicker there. Because there's not a wrong, there's not a right. You guys supposed to become to meeting of the minds. Okay? You agree to disagree. Okay? Because that's the one thing that, that we fall short in relationships is who's wrong and who's right. Instead of respecting everybody, each other's opinion and, and meeting each other in the middle. That's your go-to. Let's meet in the middle. And we can get this thing done. We can do it your way and we can do half your way. But there is no, it's my way or no way. 
meet in the middle and get it done. Okay. Be submissive to new ideas and new, new ways and new challenges. That is the way to success, Mm -hmm. to a successful marriage, a successful relationship. And don't always point the finger. You, 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 you know, because are you pointing one here or three is pointing back at yourself, Mm -hmm. but always be willing to be held, hold yourself accountable. Don't so much as always want to hold your mate accountable, hold yourself for accountable because you're not perfect either. I find myself a lot of times, my husband will tell you, he's right in there, y'all. He'll tell you when I say something or, 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 or step out of line or something, I have to go back and be submissive and say, honey, I'm sorry. I was wrong for that. I shouldn't have said that. I was wrong. I shouldn't have did that. Or if I spend too much money, whatever it may be, I, I should have asked you first. You know, you have to hold yourself accountable and it's okay. It's not that you're a punk. It's not men. You're not handpacked. You just have respect for your for your relationship and for the woman that you're in love with. And that's where it is it's all at. Let, let her show her the respect to make her feel like she's worthy. Ladies, show the man respect. Make him feel like he is the man of your house. He is the king of this throne. He the one running this show. You know what I'm saying? Because one and one makes two. Mm-hmm. Okay? So always this is Keep hope alive in doing the right thing for each other, okay? And when one is feeling bad one day, say something, you know, nice to pick them up. This is what me and my husband do every day. We wake up every morning, and you, and you guys should try this with your spouses and your mate. Honey, what can I do to make you happy today? Okay? I asked him that, and he asked me that, okay? And every day we have a different answer, Okay? What can I do to make you smile today? What can I do to make you happy? What can I do to make you feel better? That's you so know, sweet. and then when he say, and I say, and I, you know, in lots of times, you know, my answer would be, baby, you already have, you know, you just walked in here. We woke up together this morning. You know, that that's enough for me. You know, you came here and give me this big old hug, this big bear hug. That's enough for me. You know what I'm saying? And like he tells me, Maybe that breakfast every morning that makes my day. It's just the little things. That's where we all get lost too is it's the little bitty things that means the most. Okay. That big diamond ring, all that gold, all that materialistic stuff is all replaceable. Okay. All replaceable, but it's the little things. Like when my husband goes to the store and bring me back an outrageous candy bar. Oh yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You know, and that it just nurtures my soul and my heart that he thought about me. He know that's my favorite candy, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and that's the thing. It's the little bitty things. It don't have to be nothing off fabric lasting cost a whole lot of money. It's the fact that he thought about you at the store when you didn't even know he was going to the store. Mm-hmm. And then he brings you back a little bitty something. You're like, oh, baby, thank you. I love this. Okay. And then, but and then, you know what? I'm, this is me, y'all. I'm just saying, y'all. Then when he asks for some, what you going to do? Well, I give him some. So that's what the whole thing about it. And, you know, that's the whole thing about it. It's like, you was at the store. Why you get you one? But it's okay that he didn't get you one because what I got is half his anyway. Exactly. Okay? It's okay. And it probably tastes better because it came from you. Thank you. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Okay? And that's what you that's what do because he still, he want everything. He want all of you. Anything that I got, he wanted anyway. He can have it. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever so I have is yours. It's yours because I don't want you to ask nobody else for nothing. Thank you. Okay? Yeah, so, and that's what we do. And I want you guys to take that with you guys. And remember, pray over your man, pray over your spouse. You know, put prayer in everything you do, okay? And you can't go wrong with prayer, okay? Because God said you have not because you ask not. And let who lead your relationship? 
Jesus. Two years. Did y'all hear that? She said it was two years after she had her person that she had to wait until she was with him full time. Girl. Girl. Remember when we talked about patience? Do you remember when we talked about patience? Because I know me, my patience be thin. I'm like, mm. but it's something different about when the Lord gives you your person. You start to have patience. He blesses you with patience. And if you haven't prayed for patience and you know who your person is, girl, pray for patience. I'm not going to lie to you. Every couple of weeks I start tweaking. I do. I be, and it's like, girl, calm down. Calm down. Stop tweaking. What did I say? I'm like, okay, Lord, I heard you. But it doesn't make it easy. Like I saw on Instagram, I saw this post that said, just because God promised you something doesn't mean that it's not going to come without complications. And I'm like, girl, if you didn't just speak to my life, I literally got off of Instagram after that because I was uh, I posted to my Instagram like, oh, on that note. I'm logging off because it's so true. If God were going to give you something, would he make it easy? This man literally sent his only son to die, okay? And his only son walked everywhere. He didn't have a car. He didn't have a Buick. He did not have a GMC. He did not have an Escalade or a G-Wagon. He walked everywhere. Girl, he even walked on water. Come on. He walked every single place that he had to go to spread his message. And he was persecuted. So why would the person that we're supposed to be with be any easier? He went through all of this. He went through all of this. Mm. Mm. I just got sad because I realized that my father went through all of this and he never had a child. But it's because he had one specific job to do. And that was to come here to save us. So this whole entire time, he was only focused on what he had to do. So think about how we need to focus on what he has us here to do in our waiting season. It will make it so much easier if you just focus on what you have to do, even through the complications, even through the stress, even through the trials. Just continue to focus on what God has you here to do. Mm. Girl, girl, almost brought tears to my eyes. I was like, oh, my gosh, that is so powerful because he came here just to die for us. Not to have his soulmate. And every day we're so worried about who we're going to be with. Oh, am I going to die alone? Oh, this is so sad. Oh, look at all the happy couples. If we were just grateful for what we have and grateful that he even sent us here on a mission. Think about how much easier your wait season would be. Oh, I feel like my podcast is about to preach to me again. Girl, my podcast is always preaching to me. But on that note, let's go ahead and sign off. Let's say our prayer and get off of here because I don't want to hold you any longer. So let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes. Should you be driving, please do not bow your head and close your eyes. But let's just go ahead into our prayer. Father God, we come humbly before you, thanking you for the wonderful things that you've done and allowing us to be a part of your marvelous light, Lord. We thank you so much for giving us the cards that we've been dealt. Whether we like the hand or not, Father God, we just want you to know that we are grateful 
for you allowing us to continue to be here. It is a blessing. It is a blessing. And even on the days where we feel like we don't want to go on, Father God, thank you for allowing us your time. Thank you for allowing us to make all things beautiful in your time, not in ours, Father God. We thank you so much for our wait season. We thank you so much for allowing us to be patient, Lord. I pray that you just continue to increase our patience and keep our minds steadfast on you, Lord. Allow us to continue to move forward in our journey and with our purpose, Lord. Allow us to just keep going forward and forward and forward and never looking back at what hindered us, Father God. We thank you so much for just being you, Lord. Thank you so much for being so awesome. Thank you so much for blessing us the way that you have. I pray that anything that we've said today, Father God, that can register with our listeners, I pray that you just allow it to carry them through until the next week, Father God. Allow them to get through their wait season. And should they need to come back and replay this message just so they can continue to be patient in their wait season, Lord, I pray that you just allow it to be a message to your people. Thank you so much for being the God of peace, Father God. Thank you so much for being the Prince of Peace. Thank you so much for blessing us with peace in our wait season and allowing us to know that just because you said you were going to do it, Father God, does not mean that it is not going to come with complications, Lord. Thank you so much for allowing us to have peace through the complications. Thank you so much for allowing us to go through the trials that make us stronger, Lord. I thank you so much for every single thing that you've done. Thank you for your healing, Lord. Place your hands on our lives and heal us. Allow us to be better. Allow us to continue this journey and just continuously be better. So that when we do find our human father, God, allow us to just be the best version that we can be for the person who you provided for us, Lord. Allow us to know that we need you in order to do, in order to do, in order to do this thing called life, Lord. Thank you for just continuously blessing us and allowing us to be here. We praise your holy name. And thank you so much for bringing us this sense of community. In Jesus' name, I always pray. Amen. Amen. Girl, I'm over here crying. I don't know how you be praying and you just start crying, but Jesus be doing it to me. He just smacked me. Girl, get it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Sorry, y'all. But I do want to, um, while I'm on here, I do want to give y'all a couple shout outs because y'all have been loyal. Shout out to the loyal gang. Okay, shout out to Black Girls Need Jesus gang. Y'all have been so loyal. And I just want to shout y'all out. Trinidad and Tobago, Roxboro, shout out to y'all. Shout out to Crofton. Shout out to Oklahoma City. Shout out to Hoptown. Shout out to Tulsa. Shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to Cuba. Shout out to Houston. Shout out to Brussels. Shout out to Belgium in total. Shout out to the UK. Hey, shout out to Bristol, shout out to Miami, shout out to Clarksville, shout out to Oak Grove, shout out to Dallas, Madison, Pickerington, Newtonville, Phoenix, Anaheim, Salmar, shout out to Fort Campbell, shout out to Paducah, shout out to Jamaica, Montego, shout out to Morocco, Nigeria, Philippines, Bulgaria, Romania, Uganda, Bermuda, Whittier, Seattle, Ashburn, I don't know if I already said that, Madison, Laurel, shout out to y'all for being so loyal. I appreciate you guys so much. But above all, shout out to Trinidad and Tobago, Roxboro, because we're getting it heavy in and carnival. It's time for carnival. Okay, y'all have fun without me because I can't be there, but shout out to y'all. 
And also, um, I do just want to thank you guys for just being so loyal and being so patient in your waiting season, because it is truly important for us to remember to stay patient and to stay loyal, girl, because this hmm, this wait season does come with complications. Don't I know it? So I do want to go ahead and let y'all know that next week is going to be about beauty for ashes. So come on, come on back next week and join me for Beauty for Ashes. Shout out to y'all. Shaboo!